Live from the meantime in Austin, Texas, this is the Sandlot Revolution Podcast. This is what a Rambler sounds like. Delicious sparkling water made with our limestone mineral blend. This is what a Rambler sounds like. Because Rambler is made here in the U.S. of A. Ramblers do it better. Visit RamblerSparklingWater.com to learn more. Today we're speaking with Jim Matthews and Elliot Hill, founders of the upstart, star-studded, camera-ready Austin Moon Towers. We'll hear about how they put their team together, some of the characters on the team, and what it means to be playing with their sons on the ball field. This is Sandlot. I mean, if you get to join the boys and play baseball, come on. I think I think he might be more happy than she is, but anyway. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, we've got Jim Matthews and Elliot Hill today, the founders of the upstart Austin Moon Towers, they, who have taken things by storm. They have uh, come out of the gate hot. And, uh, Phenoms in the Sandlot world. If yeah, you know. let's, let's, uh, let's hope we can uh, live up to the, right. to, to the billing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking about this show. I'm talking about the team, right? <laughs> right. Well, I, I, I want to, you know, just start from the beginning and how this happened. As as, as I know it, uh, childhood friends, and I want to hear about that, you know, and high school together and all that, you left town, did okay. your professional stuff, you stayed around, and when you retired and moved back to Elliot, you heard about Sandlot somehow, and... Yeah. Called up Jim and said, "We got to do this." Yeah, that- so I'm gonna I'll let Squid kind of do the how we we call him Squid. Sorry, so <laughs> it, no more Jim or James. We're we're gonna call him Squid the rest of the show. Got it. Uh, Squid and I've known each other since I was five, and Squid was probably four, yeah, whatever. More than but fifty years. Yeah, over fifty years we've known each other. Our mothers worked together at uh, Reagan High School. But anyway, I, uh, Squid, when was it? I I watched the the Yeti video. That they did about the long time, and I sent it to some of our buddies, and we all watched it. This was probably three or four years ago, uh, and then I retired uh, after 32 years and decided to move back to Austin. And it came so Squid and I went and had a beer one night, and I was like, "We, we, we got to, we got to do this." You and I, we play. He play. I play first base. He played second base, right next to each other. So we got to get this team going, and and so. I should That's let right. you tell the well, story. So, yeah. so, so Squid goes, so I said, Squid, you're in charge. Okay, now, <laughs> right. now, now I'm going to let you run with it. Well, so what ha- when, when that conversation took place, that was at least two, like you said, maybe three years ago. Then COVID said, he showed me that Yeti video. And I was like, man, this is great. I, I, but I, we didn't know, we didn't know how to get involved. And what was sad was I was a local guy. I mean, I give it, you know, him credit because he just came back and already knew about it. And here I was sitting here, a, a sports guy, and didn't know this was, I was embarrassed. It's like, man, I don't know who these guys are, but this looks great. And then COVID hits, nothing happens for two years, and we just sit in there, you know. And, and yeah, I forgot about it. Then when COVID starts, like last year, it starts easing up. I call, hey, you still want to do that baseball? And he's like, yeah, but we didn't know how to do it. And so I started calling around to different people, got in touch with an old man league, like a fifty. You better and over be careful because they might be listening to well, this. Well, no, they. <laughs> well, we're we, we're the old men. We were. We're, it was our league. <laughs> And we went out to a couple of batting practices and stuff, and, you know, and it just wasn't happening. No, hold on a second. Squid calls me because I found it. (laughs) (laughs) And I got us signed up. He says to me, he got us signed up. I don't know if you want the long form or the short form. Well, he signs us up. We show up at fucking batting practice. The the short form does not include any of your mistakes, apparently. (laughs) We show up at batting practice, and it's serious. Like, full-on, dudes throwing curveballs, change-ups. I haven't swung a bat in 40 yeah. years. Yeah, we haven't seen a pitch in 40 years. These guys are serious. And so and they're checking us out and watching us. And so I, I walked out of there. I go, I think we're in the wrong league. Yeah. <laughs> so in the, and, when, and, they, and they had to sign up right there and, and write a check to join. And I didn't write the check. And I kind of scratched some stuff on a piece of paper. He signs up and writes the check. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't get out in time. Elliot, Elliot ran out. And, I, and they, you know, it was like where they got you. And I couldn't, I couldn't get out. So I ended up playing for a couple of games. Elliot came out and watched, and we were like, this, this is not the thing. So we still they, didn't. They were the state champions a few times oh, yeah, in they, this older, over 40 or 50 league. MAB, over 50. MABL. 
They got, yeah, yeah exactly. Serious. If, you're, if you're writing a check, it's got to be MABL. And those guys were playing. They had played together on that same team since the 80s. Beautiful swings. Oh, yeah. These great were, arms. You know, these guys were they had never they're great. Playing. So I don't want to knock it. It's just different. It's a different product. That's not what we were after. Anyway, so, yeah, so we, what happened is that, is that Elliot gets out. I don't. And, of course, immediately <laughs> get hurt. And, I uh, keep laughing at him. I go, he would call me, text me. I, I got another game this week. I'm yeah. like, I'm glad I don't. You stumbled into a multi-level marketing league. That pretty much. And it was, it was serious baseball. And I give them credit. Those guys, that, they enjoy it and they love it. And they, they're, they're baseball guys like us. But I was like, man, we, we, we're not that guy anymore. We just haven't played in so many years. I, so I started emailing people. One thing led to another. And finally, I got, I think it was Howard's email and maybe Dave Mead off the Playboy's. And figured out, okay, these are the guys that are in the video. So I emailed them and said, hey, how can we get involved? I got this friend. We're trying to play baseball, but we don't know how to do anything. They connected us with Howard. And Howard, I believe that's how it happened. I think we called you up, and, you, and they said they, – No, he said come out and have batting that's practice. Right. Well, they first they said come out and watch a game and get to know people or see what it's all about. And I think I went out there maybe to the yeah. to the long time. And you then did because you called me. And you go, I found it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is it. This, this is, is it. We found our people. <laughs> right. And then we what we uh, and then somehow I got connected in with Howard and ha- and we and found out that you had a cage and you had the meantime and all this. And that's when I said, this is this is what we do. We go and talk to this guy. And so we came over here, and you remember Howard? That's pretty much catches us up to date to last spring when we started talking to you and. We basically came in and said, "We wanted what? What do we do? First, we wanted to get on the on your team, on the Playboys, and you told, you told us, us, no, you guys aren't good enough.' Well, no, no, you're <laughs> not our people. We got sixty uh, guys and all this stuff. The best thing for you, start your own team, and then that's when we said, okay, and that that's where we get to present day. Is you, we, you guys kind of shepherd us through that basically process. creating the Eagles, the first super group of Sandlot baseball. <laughs> we, uh, I will say this, Howard." Uh, that that first batting practice where Squid and I were here was there, and you just sat up there and watched this. That was without question the defining moment, and and I'll give you a lot of credit for. There's one thing that we all, we tell this story all the time. You said to us, "Don't don't let the team, you know, create itself." You said, "Cast it like a movie." And me and Squid, we walked away and we're like, "Shit, cast it like a movie." Because it's about characters and how do you put it together. And we walked away from that conversation, the two of us, and we literally sat down and we, we started with the core group of guys that we grew up with. So there's six guys, I think. And he's about maybe eight, actually. Eight guys that we've known for 40, 50 years that are on the team. And so we all know each other. And we could have gone to, you know, guy number 9, 10, 11, 12, and we said, no, let's pause there. And then we started bringing in all these different characters and we can talk about those if you want but that's how it all so huge credit to you uh for helping us sort of shape the team and it what's interesting we were scared because we threw (laughs) this group of people together didn't know each other yeah we're like how's this going to work out and it was and we just told everybody when they showed up for the first first batting practice i know you guys don't know each other uh, we told him we casted it like a movie, and we'll just see where it goes. And what a freaking blast it's been! Yeah. Everybody, everybody dove in and and you know was, got out of their comfort zone, getting to know each other. Now we've created a real, a, a unbelievable sense of community, which was a big part of what we were trying to do. Was create a sense of community with some men, and 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 where we could have a commercial break from life. You know, for three hours on Sunday, and and we've done that. It's been it's been incredible. And that's that's quite and that's a credit to Elliot actually because I would have I would have stayed in my comfort zone probably and gone to nine, ten, and eleven of the old guys that I knew. And he's like, no, no, he had all these new guys that he had met, guys from all walks of life. A lot of them are younger than us. People do all different things. And he he went in and, and he would have lunch with him and say, look, here's what we're doing. Here's a guy we need to do this on the field and off. And brought those guys in, and that really created the diversity of, of our roster. But the, the, the main core is about seven or eight guys that we actually grew up with here in town and went to, to high school, like you said, at Reagan. And then we actually have, I think four of, the, four of those guys have their sons on the team. So yeah. we have four combinations of father-sons, and then we have the other guys. Did you guys know, we start at one game. Uh, my son goes to school still in L.A. He, he's going to move here eventually, but 
we did start one game of four dads and four sons, so eight, and then we had one extra, obviously, to get to nine. It was awesome. It was – for me, I get emotional thinking about it right now. It was one of the most uh, special moments for me. I, and I said to Squid, I, <laughs> he was putting the lineup together. I said, I'm starting in left field, and my son's in center field. We're going to do the Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and to tell the and I got a quick story on that one. I know we're all over the board. You guys aren't even asking questions, but quick story on this. So I go out in left field and I say to her, I haven't played left field and outfield in forty five years, forty years. I was the first baseman. I say to my son, I say, Hey, you got to, you got to. He's young. He's got wheels. You got to help me out. If ball's coming my way. You got to help the old man out. He goes, All right. So we're trotting out there. First inning, that fly ball. We're playing it the long time. Comes right to me. I'm like, no way. Why not center field comes left field? I, I take three steps forward, two steps back. Nope, nope. I go two steps forward, and then I also went, nope. And I hear him in the – our son, he's running my way. He's yelling, back, 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 back. So I go – I'm going back, back, back. I catch the ball. Right when I catch it, I hit the hay bale out in outfield. And luckily it's round. I'm going to try to let everybody who's on this visualize it. I bend over backward, held onto the ball. <laughs> Third out, menial, my son run off, you know, fist bumping. It was awesome. With him talking to you. You know, know, what's funny about that is that also, like, it it wasn't even me so much. I I, I got to play on the same field as my son, but I remember one time my son was a catcher, and he threw a guy out stealing. And this other high school friend of mine, this guy named David Monroe, he made the tag at second base, and those guys came off the field – and I walked up, and I could see my, I could see him going up to my son, and they're just like two guys that are on a team. And he goes, "Hey, man, that was a great throw, man." But I didn't even have to move my glove, and my son's like, "All right." And they kind of fist bumped. I'm like, "Man, that that guy I played baseball with when I was 10 years old, and now my son is, you know, they're high fiving each other, and they're just teammates, you know." And it's really weird in that respect because it's 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 the, you're 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 going through the same emotions and the same thing you did growing up you're seeing your son do it with the same people though you know yeah. that's really bizarre kind of proves that sandlot or baseball in general is is ageless and timeless no oh, no question yeah. no question and by the way speaking of ageless when we did do the casting we were smart enough squid and I were at least I I shouldn't say that. It sounds so damn arrogant, doesn't it? <laughs> we were. It depends on we what were, you're we had, Let me say this. We had the foresight. We looked at each other and we went, we need some young dudes to throw and to catch. And so. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what we And said. so his son, uh, Squid's son, played catcher. And by the way, he's the only person on our team that played every single inning of every game we played. <laughs> yeah, we had no one else Because we had no other catcher. <laughs> He's good. And yeah, he's, he played y'all twice. He's a good catcher. Yeah, he's a good catcher. And uh, and then we had another dad whose son pitched in high school in San Antonio, and he pitched in the state championship four or five years ago. And so I, I knew he would, could throw, and I and I called him his son, uh, Little Ting. What do we call What's his nickname? Yeah, Little Ting. We call him Little Ting anyway. But James said, I call him. I go, dude, I got this team. I want you to pitch. But you got to get a catcher. You got to find number two. <laughs> of course, he never, he never did. Of course, he never did. But anyway, <laughs> they'll they'll trickle in. Yeah, they will. We've got we're get you know we have, and that's the funny thing. We all kind of sort of went back to our uh, positions that we played, but we have guys that mix and match and whatnot. But it's hilarious because we we always try to keep, and I'm, I think I got this from you, is uh, to make sure, or maybe from, from Brian, to make sure you had. You know, a few old guys, a few young guys to kind of offset that because, you know, the lineup sometimes, hey, man, a couple of young pitchers didn't show up. What are we going to do? And Elliot had to pitch. Uh, no, there's a story behind <laughs> that's that one, too. That's another great story. So, so that's great. <laughs> we know, you know, there's, it's, when you know somebody too well, that's a problem, right? And we know each other too well. <laughs> yeah. I won't name, well, so it's, he's going to figure it. So we had a guy pitch for us. He said, I can pitch. Marshall, Marshall Newhouse. He's a six foot five for those listening to this. Six foot five, three oh five. There's a whole story behind him too. Uh, starting left tackle in the NFL, eleven years, and so he's on our team. Wonderful human being, great addition to the that team. Guy. We yeah. love him. So he says I can pitch because none of our pitchers show, they were yeah. all hurt or gone. And I'm the coach, by the way. So all this funnels through me. So, so he's thinking, well, let him pitch. And he played high school baseball. Anyway, he he struggled. Sorry. House, 
having to say that. But he struggled. So then Squid immediately goes to this other guy who he pitched all right, but, you know, he was was kind of lobbing the ball in there. Yeah. And then and then I said to Squid, come on, Phil. I said, I can't throw fast, but I promise you I can throw strikes. And he goes, he looks at me and he completely dismisses me. He goes, you can't fucking pitch. I go, <laughs> he goes, I go, yes, I can. He goes, you never pitched in high school. I go, I know, but I can at least throw strikes. He walks away from me. And I was kind of pissed off. I was like, shit, he walked away. He's like, dismiss me because we knew each other too well. And then about five minutes later, he comes over and goes, you think you can pitch? I go, yeah. He goes, show me. So he makes me go <laughs> off to the side and pitch to him. We pace off 60 feet. We were already down like 10 to nothing. I couldn't. We might I have could. been playing you guys. I don't remember who we were playing. Uh, I knew it was a Grackles, I think. Grackles. Sure, yeah. So, he, he, so the, he makes me throw. He goes, all right, I guess you can pitch. So he let me in. I pitched two innings. <laughs> yes, you uh, did. And my arm hurt for about literally four or five weeks. It hurt so bad. But I did pitch, and I threw strikes. He had four strikeouts. He was very Ooh, proud. Because I was so slow. <laughs> literally, the balls were so slow. They didn't know what to do. Right. I pitched, like, whatever that age group is, right after coach pitched, maybe for a year or two. And, and I never pitched again. I was an outfielder in high school. and then But I pitched through so many damn pitches when my kid was growing up in Northwest Little League and playing Little League. And same thing. When our yeah. season rolled around, I'm like, I can throw strikes. I can't hit, <laughs> I, I can't hit a slider. I can't nope. hit a – I'm not going to throw fast, but I can throw strikes. And there are enough people that – I throw slow enough. People get up there trying to hack it out of the park. I'll strike them out, you know. But yeah. same thing. It's like I, I know I can – I mean, I'm throwing a 1,000-plus pitches to my kid. I know I can throw strikes. And I think the beauty of – I think the beauty of Sandlot baseball, it doesn't matter. And I said that to myself when I walked out on the mound. Part of me, I wanted to prove Squid wrong. But the other but part, the part of it is. Sadly, he doesn't know. He's our, now our, our fifth pitcher. And I just, and then the other part to me, I was thinking, you know what? I'll never get to do this again in my life. So just get out there and throw, and it doesn't matter. One moment, please. For those of you at home, this is a commercial break. Okay. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors, Lone Star Beer and Rambler Water, for Sponsoring Sandlot Revolution too, Baseball. <laughs> Does it all. He nailed it, by the way. Have you guys yeah. even, have, have we even given you a shot to, to ask? Yeah, no, we've, we've got just a few questions. This is how, exactly how we want it to go. Good. Um, but, you know, what you just brought up about, hey, this is maybe the last time I get to do that. You know, there's that that question of, do you realize, did you ever realize when you stopped playing sports, did you think about this is the last time I'll play an organized sport? You know, yeah. did you really have that conscious So know, I got a funny, a funny story around that is that I played, you know, what I guess we would loosely call semi-pro baseball, which is, you know, as you know, once you get out of college, it's basically a men's league, but, you know, we called it semi-pro because people didn't know any better and they thought we were cool. But I, and I was 22, 23, still young, still could play. I was in California, uh, and uh, I was the leadoff batter in the game. And first pitch of the game, I cracked a home run. I rounded the bases. I came back, touched home plate, went to the dugout, started taking off my clothes. I mean, my cleats and stuff. Guy goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm done. And he <laughs> goes, no, I mean, the game just started. I go, no, you don't understand. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> And I took my stuff and I walked out and I said, I'm going off into the... <laughs> so, yes, that was where I said, I am done with organized sports. I went out on a home run and I'm never looking back. And then, lo and behold, you know, 30, 40 years later, he's showing me that video and I'm, I'm kind of got the itch again. I'm like, you know, this may be a, what I need, you know. It's not that serious, but it's baseball and it's... Cause, and then we got, like I said, as we were telling you before, we got tangled up in, in what exactly I didn't want to do was play really serious baseball again. Sure enough, you know, tore my meniscus. I had a hamstring pull. My arm was all messed up. And I was like, this thing is what I'm looking for. Although people who haven't been out there, it's very competitive. There are younger guys. There are guys who can still throw. We've seen some guys throwing in the 80s. We've seen guys. It's not like, it's not like people are messing around. It's just not the, the spirit of the game is there. It's just not the, the hard edge where guys are. You can see in the other league, you can see guys still reaching back into their mind thinking, man, I, this is, I could have been there. You know, this is what you know, I should have. You know, I, or every time they miss a ball or something, they're like, God, that's why I didn't make it or something. You know, here there's none of that. Yeah. It's just baseball. 
It's com- but it's competitive. Yeah. Don't it's not it's not it's not a you're not it's not Sunday softball league. There's okay. a qu- there's a quote in Sports Illustrated uh, in in the little video that accompanies the article. It says, "Is this baseball as it's supposed to be? Is Sandlot baseball the real baseball?" Because of that exact thing, and I thought it's it's pretty interesting. I, I think it's maybe better than the real baseball. Um, and I think for me personally, to answer your question. I I don't know if I had that moment where I go, I'm never going to play again. Like, in my mind, I don't remember that. But I, the older I got, then I thought, okay, I'm never going to play again. Not when I was 18, but when I was 30, when I was 40, when I was 50. And then when I saw the video, that's when I said, okay, we got to do this. And uh, there's no question in my mind that, that, that uh, a big part of me doing it, me personally, and I think Squid ultimately – was I'm just fighting to keep the old man out. Like, I don't want to, to let the old man inside. And I think this is one of those ways that we can fight to keep the old man out, is to get out there and to be a kid and to laugh and to run and to make mistakes and, to, you know, but it's fun to be out there. And that's probably, for me, been – that was the driving force behind it, if you will. You know, and 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 just and just to, to piggyback on that, I think we came over here and hit one morning actually. Um, and Elliot rode his bike, and he texted me when he got home, and he said, "He said, Squid, you can't believe this. I was riding home, and I had my 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 bats in my backpack. I'm riding a bike. It's eleven in the morning, and he goes, I feel like a kid again. And that's 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 exactly when I saw that video. It 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 made me remember." playing baseball when we were 8 to about 15, 16. When we, when we got to 16, 17, 18, there were good dudes out there. There were people that were getting drafted. They were, they were getting recruited. And it got real serious, you know. And that, you know, and the, but that, riding home from practice on your bike, that, and he was all excited. The second part of that is I had a big – I sit on a couple boards uh, for some companies. I had a board call. So I, I rode my bike home. And the text, the second part of that text is I felt like a little kid – and I guarantee you, no one on this board call just rode their bike to batting practice. Right. <laughs> they did different huh. things that morning. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you know what? I like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thrilled that this came up. Um, full transparency. I mean, that's why we're here is to create awareness and spread the word that this is out there. It's an opportunity for, for folks. Every, everything you guys have just shined on uh, is an example of what we want to get the word out to more folks that – um, that don't know that they can do this. And you bring up, I'm, I'm pumped that you brought the competitive level because it is. These are grown men, grown adults. We have women in the league that are either fun and or very good ball players. These are grown adults throwing overhand pitches at other grown adults. I mean, it's competitive baseball. But the competitive level is almost secondary, almost tertiary to the community, to the camaraderie, yeah. to the livelihood, to the youth youthfulness um, that we know that we live and breathe every time we're in the dugout for three hours. You and I had, I met yeah. you for the first time at uh, one of my favorite places here in town, Don's Depot. And you, you said, I, I've, I've been preaching the three hour smile is what I call it. And uh, you said three hours, you twice, three hour commercial break twice. You said three hours in, in while you're doing this and, and that it's for three hours. It's for you. It's different th- for me. That it's yep. different for Daniel. That it's different for Jim. That it's different for Howard. That it's different for the guy on my team who's going through a divorce. Right. That it's three hours that we don't think about whatever it is that we're tired of. That we all think too much about these days. Right? Absolutely. And, and um, it's competitive, fun baseball. And we want the competitive, fun baseball players out there. And we want to surprise them with what comes next, which is much bigger than a baseball game and, and a, a fast pitch hit you whether you strike out or not. And it's the brotherhood and the sisterhood and the, yeah. uh, the humanitarian side of all this that the, and you guys exemplify it, man. Y'all, right. y'all showed up from day one and, and, uh, you, you don't just, you didn't just bring it, but you, you add to it and thank appreciate you. it. Well, well thank you very much. I think yeah. here, you, there's no question this, this game and now our team, the moon towers have created a, a community of 20-plus. They happen to be men, and, we're, again, I agree with you. There's some great women that play, and we're open to that 
uh, on our team as well. We but try to get our wives. We say, anybody who wants to take an at-bat, <laughs> we haven't had any takers yet. Yeah, any takers. Or the girlfriends, too. And <laughs> but, but we've created a, a great sense of community, and we have a text chain now, all 24 of us on the t- whatever it is uh, on, on the team. And literally, hey, I need help with this. And someone answers, hey, I need help with that. And someone literally on this text chain of people that didn't even know, other than the core, didn't even know each other as a group of individuals. And we've truly become a, not only a team, but a, a community. And, and uh, that's been pretty pretty special. And then the, the other thing that we're working on and is we also, and this was always from the beginning, Squid and I sat down and we said, when we create this, yes, it's about competition. Yes, it's about a community. But we also want to give back. And so um, the philanthropic side is yet to come for us. It's a little premature to, for us to sit here and talk about it. But, you know, we have we, – we really like what RBI Austin is doing in the community, using the game of baseball to, as an outreach to kids uh, that, that, that need it. And so uh, we're, we're going to be heading that way uh, next Thursday. We're going to – we took two tables down at uh, the RBI big fundraiser, uh, Moon Tower. We didn't sign it under our names. We put it under the Moon Towers, yeah, which is kind of cool. And I think that's another way to spread the word that baseball is not just for kids. It's for old people like us. And <laughs> Anyway, we've got some stuff we're working on. So I think the core of what we're trying to do is that, yes, it's about competition in a team. It's about that community, and it's about giving back. And I think that's where we're heading. So. It's incredible, yeah, okay. and and that's that's again, as uh, Brian said, you know that's that's what Sandlot Revolution aspires to do, and what we're planning to do, you know, is is really show people that this is something you can create a vehicle for community, and you know, yeah. it's an epidemic with adult males and millennials and all, everybody with depression and things that are happening now, lack of community, lack of sense of community to as quickly as you just described, be able to create a community that yeah. is supportive and and then can support other communities and grow with other communities. It's, uh, you know, that's, that's yeah, our, our whole mission. You guys should be incredibly proud of what you guys have yeah, created. And more importantly, I, I think, you know, what lies ahead for all of us, I think it's going to be super fun. Uh, one thing I'd say also, I don't know, it just came to me when we were talking about this. This gives me something to talk about. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting around a bar or at a cocktail, you know, someone's yeah. house, dinner. What have you been up to? What, what have you been up to? Playing baseball. <laughs> like, you wouldn't believe everywhere I go now, everybody wants to talk to me because they follow. I, I haven't posted on Instagram in, oh, shit, four or five years, and now I'm posting. And the only thing I post is about the Moon Towers. And we've created our own Moon Tower Instagram handle. And, you know, by the way, everybody out there that's on this Go yeah, follow, follow us, Austin Moon Towers on Instagram. We need you to follow us. Anyway, uh, here you go. That's a commercial break. Uh, all of you out there, listeners, make sure that you support our sponsors, Lone Star and Rambler Water, both from Austin, Texas. Anyway, uh, any, anyway, where was I going? I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, got all, you, talk, being able to talk about it, it, it having something to talk about. New, new material. Is, yeah, new material. But, but – but it, it literally everywhere I go, people people want to talk about it. And it can. I was at a uh, again. This I was. I went to a board dinner, and this woman sat next to me because she was following me on. And all she wanted to talk about was Sandlot baseball. <laughs> Unbelievable. And then it's just it's super, it's so fun. It's we, so fun. You know, and the and the, the thing about it is, is that we we're we're just. We, we got involved with this because you guys had, you know, especially the Playboys that you guys, you know, cobbled some or, or built something. It took you 15 years or whatever to get to where you are. And that, that laid such a great foundation for us because when, when we tried to explain it to people, hey, come out to this, come out and be on this team, but we're going to go, come with us. We're going to go to this field. And you're going to see what's going on. I couldn't explain. I could just show them. But once they started understanding it was bigger than just a baseball game. There's a community and there's people and 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 he, you know Brian when we played them he called me up two or three times in the in the two weeks beforehand you know saying hey listen let's make this make it at something let's either you know try to get back to the fire department let's do this let's do that let's make it interesting for the kids and that and that has inspired uh, us and me and I told my wife yeah. you know we got we got to bring you know we got to make it 
an event more so than just, you know, you can go anywhere and find a bunch of guys playing baseball, but now it becomes bigger and involves the, the, the kids and involves the family and it involves, and then you start getting the people, like you said, that are, they're not even playing, they're just watching the game and they're getting something out of so it. It's because much they're, about the fans exactly. and the participants than it is our about fans. Our fans, they, it's their three-hour commercial break. <laughs> exactly. They, and But, you know, they're just drinking and having a good time. And, by the way, I can't tell you how many times it's spilled over from a three-hour commercial break to a six- or a nine-hour because then it goes, you know, Donato Tacos, and then from Donato Tacos to our house or whatever. But, anyway. But that's that's the thing is that we – our <laughs> the support the support that our fans have shown, and we're, we're hoping to grow this just like you guys have the nuts – um, and, and I'm sure, you know, I don't know how long. That's a team, that. by the way. He's not talking about <laughs> no, the guys that are interviewing their, um, us. The no. nuts are there. They're, um, I know who they are. <laughs> I'm, which I'm one. Yeah. Of which a, I'm a paid, a paid member. But I was explaining to Elliot when we were first getting going. We got that's a, a fan club for fan the, club all you listeners out there. He, when he says, you yes. guys have the nuts. The that's nuts. what he's talking that's about. Talking. That's their fan club. It's called the nuts. All right. I just want to clarify here. We were at the art thing with at Atal's house. The guy comes up to me and he goes, are you a nut? Who's that? What's that guy? I forgot his name anyway. I know him. He's a great dude. Um, but the point is, is that we'll edit this, that out. This, yeah, that was probably an edit. The point is, is we'll give you a clap. You'll know where it was. Thank you. Because um, we don't want that dude to feel bad. Yeah, I know. Whoever name. that dude now is. Now it's become. I think you got to leave it in now. <laughs> <laughs> he he was. We were explaining that. I was like, hey man, I'm just going to come out. And he's like, oh, are you a nut? Um, bottom line is that the, 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 the game has presented itself and given us, or this, this um, situation has allowed us to bring so many more people that are disparate groups that would not have gotten together. And now they are, and then they, you meet people, and the people are getting, getting, helping each other with jobs or internships or whatever. And like you said, guys calling up looking for, hey, man, I need to move something or whatever. And, and that is the community that you guys created and Jack and, and you and, and North Cuttons and all those guys, Dave Mead, the guys that created that, and then Brian comes on a few years later, builds on it, and now here we are trying to add to it. So hats off to you guys for starting that because, I mean, we have a, you gave us the blueprint for how to do it. It's, and by the way, it travels. It's not an Austin, Texas thing. Found it here doesn't mean it only is here. It doesn't matter where we go. People, it resonates. People want to be a part of it. Um, well, those guys go. I mean, you guys have gone and, and seen this firsthand all over the country, right? Yeah, and, and it's and something that uh, I look forward to. Your first barnstorm, you know, your first road <laughs> trip, and we're, we're working on. We it. had one set up, and it all fell apart. Weddings and all kinds of other stuff. We thought we were going to get to go to Nashville, and we had it all planned. We had a. We were gonna. You'll love this. We're old as shit, so we were like. And again, I say this humbly. We can do this, but we were like, all right. This was Chris Del Conte's idea. He's like, he's the athletic director of the University of Texas, but he says, he's our third base coach, also. By third the way. base coach, one of the best, and all yeah, he's unbelievable. But anyway, and by the way, the probably he might be all league trash talker. <laughs> I think he might be all league trash talker. I have the story of the century. In a minute, I'll tell it. Okay, I'll let you come back to to so Del Conte. We're we're, walk, we're talking. He goes, I got an idea. We're going to take a bus. 13 hours in Nashville. We're going to party all the way there. We're going to play baseball, and then we'll fly home. You want to talk about, you know, some community and brotherhood. That would have been – anyway, long story short, we can't make it, but hopefully we'll We're going to come back to uh, to Ben and the Nashville Dollies out there. We're going to find you. We just can't make that particular weekend. You'd hope that he'd be a little flexible with us and kind of move things around. For those of you listening to this – I want you to email the Nashville Dollies and say that <laughs> they need to take on the Austin Moon Towers and we need to switch the date or at least invite us for they another are. date. They are going to they're going to I, I think they're going to come here trash. and play the Playboys. We're going to try to play play that weekend also. I'm just talking well. trash. So you had a story over there, Brian. So Del Conte. So, so CDC, so my neighbor and very good friend uh was captain of the 05 College World Series team and um <clears throat> good thing you don't have him on the team. I those think guys, he, those guys yet. don't ever want to play again. <laughs> guys, guys that make it yeah. to AAA and above, the last thing they ever want to do, they've they've dedicated their whole lives to yeah. year round, year round, yeah. year round. And um, but anyway, so 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 the year he was hired was he was probably hired in what December or January, and the second college baseball weekend of the season, Stanford came down to play Texas, and on that Sunday game, Chris invited Seth, 
with four tickets to his box to watch that game. And Seth took his son, invited me and my son. And so I met Chris that, that day, and um, I've got a whole story in that. It was actually, it was actually the day Augie Garrido died, yeah. and there's more, a lot more to it. But the day we played y'all in the three-way, which was October-ish. Yeah, that was a doubleheader. Elliot missed that one, but that was that was that was, <laughs> that, one. that was a. I've great, missed a few. All right, great sorry. Game. Sandlot Revolution Dang. came up with the concept of a three-way, which is three four-inning games of three teams all playing each other. It's a great concept, and we've done it twice. Been a part of it twice now, and love it. Um, and anyway, so I introduced myself to Chris, reintroduced myself to Chris, and remind him that we had met before, and tell him the story, and and um, a lot more to that as well. But. We, my team, the Austin Yardbirds, can play some baseball when when we when we're when we're on one, if you will. We can hit a little bit, and, and um, that's pretty good. You kicked our ass a few times. We haven't kicked your ass at all, y'all. <laughs> my story is you beating us the first time you played us. <laughs> that's leading, right. My whole story is this. So, so you guys play the Playboys for four innings. Not me. Oh, that's oh, it's your, it's your iPad actually. Yeah, it's iPad. Let's just wait till this stops. Just let it go. It's, it's just a, one, two, and it actually. Edit. So you guys play the Playboys. We step into y'all's dugout. Y'all back up because your whole fan base is right behind the dugout. So I'm like, we'll just step into your dugout and then we'll move to their dugout so your fans can stay here. And and I had already introduced myself to Chris. And then we have our we move into the dugout and we have our first inning. And Chris is like, hey, you guys can play some baseball. And um, you guys, like, you guys, I remember you guys were smashing the ball all over the place that, that day. It, in that, in comes, that particular game, it comes and it goes. We're all, you know, whatever. Yes, that day we were. Which yeah. is the point. So he, we walk into the dugout. I say, hey, Yardbirds, Yardbirds, uh, uh, you were gonna have to drug test you guys before we play you. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you. Yeah. I'm like, hey, no problem, Chris. I was like, just make sure the cops run around. And um, he says, he goes on to y'all. You know the buckets of. Individually wrapped five cent baseball gum. They come in the big buckets. We have them, except you have them with fireball in them, not gum. <laughs> so, so, so another you, story. You, you have these individuals. Right. So Chris goes on to so- seek out the best pitcher on our. He asked me who's pitcher. He's gonna hoodie. Who's gonna start against us? And uh, so I, I, I tell him mistakenly. He sees Ryan. Aren't we have like the best, one of the best catchers in the league. Your son's uh, get, entering that list, by the way. Um, we, we, you know, he, he sees, he feels out whoever's good on the team and long story short, by the time we're in the second inning with you guys, there have <laughs> been 12 people on my team that have, that Chris has walked up to yep. with, a, with a fireball shot and said, Hey, let's do a shot together. <laughs> Chris never did the shot. No, of course he not. He had it in his head. He was ready to, uh, he talks you into it and then our guys did it. So he gets our guys drunk. I, I, secondly, I witnessed the most unbelievable pickle of all time. Oh, at yeah. least eight times. Will Bryant, Will Bryant. And with the same guy that won the hot dog, that's peanut right. He won the peanut got race, y'all yeah. home team yeah. advantage. And I'm wearing his shirt that he designed. Oh, beautiful shirt! Follow yeah. Will Bryant on Will Instagram. Bryant. No, go yeah. ahead. The third thing is in the very first inning, House hits a bomb. Yep. But it's a little left of the foul pole. Little left of the foul pole. But in Sandlot, <laughs> those are home runs. Somebody hits the ball that far, and whether and I actually don't know for sure that it was a little bit foul. Our catcher says it was, which is who called it. But so. House hits a bomb. By the way, you said he, you know, played block six five three zero five. He blocked for Brady. Yeah, he blocked for Aaron Rodgers, yep. and he blocked for Eli Manning. Yep, that's a little yeah. yeah. And he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, yep. he won a Super Bowl. Uh, Let me tell you, when I pulled him out of no. the game, he 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 told me, "Squid, my heart's beating so fast." And I said, "You you can't possibly be nervous about this." Pitching, <laughs> pitching. He <laughs> played in a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> We got a great photo when we when we introduced him to the team. I'm sorry, I need you. No, I need no, you. We, we 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 send a photo of him walking off the field with Brady's arm around him, and and, and we go, well, here's our new teammate. Well, yeah, okay. So after well, you finish, we're going to come back to the, the story house. when he broke your machine. I got to tell the story. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I did. I just hear that Brady's going to join the Moon Towers when he retires. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so. So you Derek just, Jeter, he's renting his house. We we're working Jeter right now. Anyway, no, does he got games still? You think? <laughs> I'm sure he oh, does. God. So, so three. So you guys beat us that day. It was five to three or yeah, four to three or something. Right. That's right. And and the story is such that the home run, the most unbelievable pickle I've ever seen, 
because that dude timed it perfectly where on the eighth time down, our third baseman was far enough off the bag, and he timed it perfectly where he could beat him speed-wise to third base. There was a guy, an older one of your one of your Reagan buddies. It was David Monroe that uh, I told him, uh, get. I said, get get but, off but first he base. Didn't, but he didn't until that dude made it to third, and then he goes, right. and he's dead meat. Yeah. Except we throw the ball away at first base, so third base now scores. So yep. There's one run, right? And then Del Conte gets 12 of his fireball shots where we're all thinking about some other things at the plate that we are baseball, right? And y'all beat it. It was a great game. It doesn't matter who wins or loses, but that, that I've accumulated that story. Is you know what? We are uh, – we will do – no, that's not true. I was going to say we'll do whatever it takes to win, but that's not true. We, we, we're out there to have a good time. But uh, if if it means giving fireball shots out, we're not opposed. All right. You shouldn't, Sand Lotters. You should not be afraid to say you're out there to win because that's the competitive piece yeah. that you brought up earlier. Because yeah. that absolutely exists, and what comes along with it, and overhauls it, and oversees it, and overshadows it, is what you don't come to the field intending to bring or to learn or to experience, which is the beauty and the humanity and the yeah, brotherhood sure. and whatever. So don't for feel sure. bad. Don't feel bad for saying you come out to win because we sure. do too. Just don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be don't a, be a dick. So, in the spirit of uh, casting a movie, uh, Marshall Newhouse, the guy we call well, and I'll, so Marshall DMs me. I haven't met Marshall before. Out of the blue on Instagram, he DMs me. He says, "Hey, uh, I'd love to meet you. Uh, I want to play. I want to play Sandlot baseball." And and I tell Squid about it. Squid goes. Ah uh, no, Elliot. This, you can't do that. He's too big. He'll he'll hurt somebody. That's not the spirit. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. I just said. I said we're get, we've got to make sure we don't go in the in, to get the athletes to dominate the game. We want to make sure we have a good balance. So so he, so I I said I know, but he's, he's a great guy. Meet with him. Super yeah. super. Just one of the sweetest, most likable human beings. And so I say, so I said to Squid, I go. Let's bring him out to practice. So we bring him out here to the meantime. Uh, we're having batting practice. And I'm thinking, I said to Squid, he's a football player. He's not going to be able to play yeah. baseball. He steps into the batting cage. He's got the most beautiful swing. Yeah, it turns out he was a select uh, baseball played player. Played select baseball until he was 16, and he's crushing the ball. And Squid goes, see, I told you. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like, no, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. And – he hits a baseball so hard that it hits Howard. By the way, in the meantime, for those of you who listen to it, Howard has a batting cage and a great old garage that he's converted called the meantime. Anyway, so we're there, and, uh, and, and he hits the ball so hard it completely shatters. I mean, shatters the, the pitching machine. And everything just goes, mm, stops. <laughs> And the whole everybody's looking around, and that's when I told Elliot. See, I told you, <laughs> and you, and you should have seen Marshall Mark, uh, House. We call it. He he was so embarrassed. He felt bad. I said, "Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." And so we got it. We got it settled, and and then uh, we all stepped away. We we got to bring him on because he's such a great dude. So we told him that night, and so then I said, "Everybody's got to have a nickname." And at the time, we knew him as Marshall Newhouse. So I looked at him, and again, I'll repeat, he's six foot five, three oh five. I say to him, I go, Hey, what's your nickname? He goes, House. <laughs> of course he is. So then uh, you know what I did the next day? And he immediately wanted to pay. What can I do? I was like, Don't worry about it, don't worry about it. He's joining our team. I spent the next day running around. I found finally found the exact same pitching machine at the academy over in St. John's. I ran, picked it up, and I drove here to your place, Howard, and I I was texting Squid, calling him, like, you won't believe what I'm fucking doing. I'm running around, get a pitching machine. But, you know, my mom taught us, his mom, leave it the way you found it. So I walk in, I was going to drop the box off, and I thought, God dang it. If I, if I walked in and someone just dropped the box off, I'd be pissed off. So then I'm sitting there trying to put that damn thing together. And I was so, out of town. You were out yeah, of town. That's right. How so then you? I put that thing together, and then I thought, I got to get it just right. Plugged it in, made sure that it was throwing strikes, and then I walked away, and then I felt good. So, yeah. But anyway, House is a member of the Moon Tower. And you know what? Hey, he, he, he's one of the nicest guys and in, 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 in been such a uh, – such 
you know, th- there's there's no there's no feeling that hey, you know, that I was in the NFL or I'm a professional no. or whatever. He's just a, he's just the nicest guy. You wouldn't know. He's no, he's the absolute biggest sweetheart. Exactly. I, I got to spend some good time with him at the Field Guide Fest. I was running yeah. Firewatch with the Mill Scout Boys. Yep. And we were shooting the bull for a while. And did he and know chatting. that you were who, that you were with the Playboys? Right, right, yeah, yeah. We had met previously, but we were just getting to spend some good time together. And then Lindsay Sokol, who's that's her fast, kind of rolled up. She's like, "How do you know each other?" I'm like, "Sand lie." What's up? No big deal. If, um, if you he, if you know, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> but he is absolutely. He's a big, big sweetheart. But his sweetheart, you yeah. know, and, and he he came out. Not only to practice, but he came out because I was trying to show these guys what was what the deal was. Just to go out into the, and he would come out to, with us to the to the uh, long the, time, yeah. the long time, just to just to check it out. So he was really invested in it. And we have a lot of guys that have you know really jumped in feet first and have dived right in. And I and I think that and I, I don't think I know that they've been it, it exceeded their expectations. Not only the the field and the the. the 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 game itself, but the whole surrounding part of it that everybody's having a good time. There's music. There's you know, kid you kids can run around. It's it's not it's 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 what? I don't, I, what were you doing? <laughs> I'm just getting texts from the moon tower. <laughs> so in the spirit of are, community, are like they, are literally they outside looking for. No, no. Uh, we got Carruthers, a.k.a. Legs, sitting there going, hey, I'm not going to make BP, but can we jump on a five-minute FaceTime to discuss the scrimmage? We got a scrimmage uh, <laughs> Wait, on that's Sunday. Brian? Well, against Brian. Yeah, I know. Brian. Hey, we're, 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 we're gunning for you. You no. call him Legs. He's got unbelievably huge legs. Yeah. And Those two guys, Marshall and, and this guy we're talking they, about, they, Carruthers, they cut, cut their pants. And they, they cut, cut their off. pants off. Yeah, it's a so good look. There's a story on it. So, uh, should I name Companies or I just well, yeah. so I worked for Nike for 32 years and Ryan and I legs worked together at Nike and he was a designer at Nike and I knew he lived in Austin he'd left Nike about I don't know five six seven years ago and moved to Austin and I knew he was in the Austin area and I I luckily had his cell number so I texted him one day and said hey how you doing good I just moved to Austin this casting back to casting yeah, yeah. I, I said to him I said uh, uh, love to meet you for lunch and Let's meet at Joanne's. So we met at Joanne's, and we sit down, and, hey, how's it going? Great. How's the family? Good. Yeah, great. I'm happy for you. You like Yeah, what are you doing? IBM, design. Yeah, good, good. You ever play baseball? He said, I did when I was a kid. You want to play baseball right now? And he goes, yeah, yeah. So I said, good. I got a team. You're on it. Moon Towers. And he goes, love it. I go, and you're going to design our uniforms. <laughs> so, so he's been – by the way, you want to talk about another super – we've got a lot of great guys, but he has – he, Squid Sun did the initial design, in fantastic design. It came up with the name of Squid, and his son did. And then uh, uh, Ryan took it and ran with it, and then Will Bryant. And that was also fun, and part of the creative process was creating our design and our branding and our logo and our uniforms. And uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Legs has been instrumental. We're very fortunate to have a lot of guys who have a lot of talents that that, that are able to – to make the brand, but make it very, you know, it's a, it's a great brand. It's a cool looking thing, but we it, everybody pitches in wherever they can, and you guys get the same way, and I, I'm sure your team does too, Brian, because because um, like I said, we're following your pattern. Squid uh, didn't even know how to post on Instagram. No, I didn't. He goes, I t- oh, he, he, Squid, Squid at least went and got Moon Towers again. Everybody out there, follow the Austin Moon Towers. Yeah. Squid goes, I got Instagram signed up for us. And he goes, I don't know how to post. So he immediately goes, <laughs> can anybody help me yeah. post photos? <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to figure out the difference between a story and a post. Yeah, yeah well, that yeah, that, yeah. Trust me. There's so many things. And I finally turned it over to the younger guys. I said, you guys do this, It, you know. But whatever you want to do, I'm good with it. But I'm not going to be responsible for this because it, it would fall by the wayside. So here was Legs text. Y'all make sure to snap a couple shots we can use as a post about our first preseason BP. That's what he wrote. <laughs> will, you, will you text him right now and say, Hoodie is particularly disappointed gonna, that you that he's not going to make it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit here and do he, a little he, selfie. I like I, Jim and, and – Squid and Elliot, Jim and Elliot, I like you guys a lot, but 
Ryan's my homie. Ryan's my 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 Moon Tower homie. You talk to him much? No, just through. I mean, yeah. we hit it off the first time we played you. We really hit it off on the second time. We hung out a lot at Don's that night when I oh, went that's into right, you guys. That's right, yeah. And he's just me. We're, he's good people. Um, but real talk, real quick. Um, <clears throat> I'm listening. We're trying to we're trying to do what we're doing what we're doing here: deliver and create and spread the word because you're right that you guys have found something very special and you exemplify how doable it is, right? You've made it happen. And that's what Daniel and Howard are trying to, uh, and I are trying to do kind of, and I'm not trying to talk about from a job standpoint, but kind of full time. We're pedaled to the metal right now to try to get the word out there. And you've mentioned several folks on your team and what this means to them. And I'm just real talk real quick. Like, we're going to need help along the way. Sure. Right? I mean, we need on several different levels. But word of mouth and you have some influential folks who yeah. have been there and know people and whatever. And we're, you know, there's no Sandlot in Boston that we know of. There's no Sandlot in Chicago, St. Louis, Minneapolis. Those are huge baseball towns where people are playing softball and just don't know that. I'm, we're assuming, we're taking for granted that they don't know that there's the opportunity to, to do what we're doing. And so we, it's, I, I think it's as simple as getting the word out there and building up, handing them a template to do what you want with. Yep. There's no rules. You do what you, you know. You can become philanthropic or not. You can become casting and celebrity-based or not. You can just, just show up with nine people in old-school T-shirt, with a short half sleeve T-shirts and play baseball, and that's Sandlot. Yep. But it's out there. The need is out there. The sense of community, which is so rapidly diminishing before COVID, and then you add COVID on top of it. The sense of brotherhood and just saying hi to your neighbors, the sense of the mental health, for particularly for male adults right now, and how many of us had our emotional development checked at the curb at age of five <laughs> and um, you know and and there's there's a huge component that that is relieved for me anyway through what i've learned in the last four years of sandlot and we're we want to get the word out there that's what the point of the podcast the yeah 100 so, anyway we will do whatever we can to support and continue to spread the word you guys know that it uh we're here for the long haul. Yeah, and you know, and we're we are so thankful that you came before us to to create the the platform. The, the platform, yeah, yeah. We're we're just jumping into. It. Had it had it not been the way it is, what you guys created, we we would have probably not done it. Well, y'all grabbed so. uh, y'all grabbed the playbook and just ran hard. <laughs> um, so congratulations, we're super stoked to have the Moon Towers on board and the Sandlot family and hanging out here at the podcast. Like it's incredible that the father son thing. Got me too. Uh, you got me emotional when you oh, got emotional. Shit. Like, what an incredible thing! Because I think one of the problems with society and, and the overall world today is like we kind of grow up, quote unquote, and you hit your twenties and you're so, you know, we're we're going after everything and, and it's great, you know, to to build, get married and build family and have kids and career and, and and find success. But somewhere along the way, I personally and I feel like a lot of people just forgot how to be a kid. Yeah. And so to be able to not only find Sandlot, this phenomenal thing, which transports us back to childhood and the purity of, of baseball and, and Sandlot and, and just having fun, uh, but to get to do it with, with your kiddos, with your sons, like that's, that's absolutely incredible. But uh, special. Yeah, very special and um, super cool, cool to have y'all. But the stories and, and y'all getting going, uh, just it's the epitome of, of Sandlot. Yeah. So. Y'all are y'all are definitely having some fun with it. I'll, I'll t- you know, you you use the word fun real quick. I I'm not as swift on my feet as I once was, and my my brain knows what I'm supposed to do because I know the game, but my body doesn't do what it's supposed to do. And Squid knows this. I, somehow I make every play, not every play, but I make most plays. But I'm always on the ground, he and they always. Laugh at me. Is on the ground. I'm always on the ground. But it somehow. looks cooler that my way. Wife, but, know, but, 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 but Elliot dives point, for every ball is what my wife says. I was like, no, he's not diving. He's just he's falling. falling. <laughs> he's tripping. He's falling. Anyway, the, the point of this is I tell myself every time I go out on the field, three words, I got to focus. You can't because your body doesn't react the way it did. So I got to I got to know when the, if a ball comes to me, what the hell am I going to do? I do that every play. So I talk about, you know, making sure that I, 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 I have focus. Um, 
Focus. <laughs> that's, that's, that means we got I know fun is one. No, fun is my fearless. last one. Focus, fearless. Oh, yeah. So here we go. So when I walk out on the field, <laughs> every time I get out on the field, literally I have three words. I go focus uh, because I, I got to make sure my body knows what to do when the ball comes to me to be fearless because I'm, I'm old. I'm worried the ball hurt, hits me. Then it's going to hurt for like five minutes, and then you're going to be all right, and then fun. Like, we're just out there to have fun and, and have a good time and to laugh and to be a kid again, like you just said. And uh, those are my three F words that kind of help me get through. Uh, There's probably a game. fourth one there every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably more than every now and then. Now, you know what a fourth word is? It's, it's friendship. And, yeah. and, and I remember oh. that. Uh, we're creating so many new, we're meeting so many new people. But I remember when, when you guys, the Playboys, asked, had me out for that one game. What, I think me and you were maybe the first two guys there or whatever. Yeah. He just walks up, introduced himself. I said, hey, how are you? And I'm supposed to play with you guys tonight. I'm talking about Northcutt. And, and we just sat and, and talked for a while. And, you know, boom, you know, just instantly, you know, became friends. We warmed up together. And then I was like, I would, how would I have ever met this guy before? You know, same thing with Howard. Now, Brian, I knew a little bit more, a little bit just because he lived near me. But so many more people that you, and it, and it just grows and compounds itself each time. And it's, it's just so great. And I remember that was, you were very welcoming, very gracious. You know, I didn't, I didn't know anybody. I'd walked out there. I was like, oh, they told me to show up here. I don't know. It was so great. So uh, uh, while we, while we, <laughs> While we were sitting here, I took the selfie of us doing this podcast, and I sent it to – we have two tech streams. We have one we call the design crew, which is more the creative guys that help us do what we do. <laughs> and he, I said, hey, we're doing a uh, a podcast, and Legs yells, heck yeah. Heck yes, those guys rock. Carruthers comes in – or, or Sean, excuse me. Uh, can't wait to listen. Tell Northcutt. I said, what's up? And then Carter Blackwell comes in, who's – Shoots for us and does photo. Incredible. Hood always sends me the best tunes to listen to. <laughs> Legs comes back in, posting this one in a bit. Send me any specific commentary. I'll just make it simple <laughs> or make it up. All right, good. And then Sean comes back in. Good has a crush on you. Uh, <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, Hood. Hood loves uh, Carter for some reason. Hood, he, I think, is yeah. what he meant to write. And then. Uh, Legs comes back in, bromances all over this sport, LOL. <laughs> so, so i got to tell the Carter story real quick. So or, you know, you know, I was inviting you guys to come help my team out when we needed players because I knew you were getting going. I figured you had guys that needed to get some games, get some innings under them. And you send me Carter, and when you send him to me in the first place, I don't know that he's not a part of your team, like on the field <laughs> right. of you guys. I don't know that he's just a photographer. It's a great story. I don't have any clue he's never played baseball before. I just know he's part of the Moon Towers. He's coming. He had never played a single snap. That's why his... we were trying to get him some innings. Dude, you need to get him more innings. I'm going to tell you why. So he walks maybe in the, his second at bat, middle of the game. He walks, and he gets on first base, and he literally takes a half a step off first base as his lead. He's this far off. I'm like, Carter, Carter, three big steps, right? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. So he gets a, a normal lead off of first base. And it was a competitive game, like the fifth inning. We were up or down one or two runs, and, and, and someone hits a ball that gets him to third, from first to third, and he overruns third base like it, it's a close play at third. He overruns third like it's first base, right? Because he doesn't, he doesn't know. <laughs> and I, nobody gave him shit about it. He's a great photographer. Follow Carter Blackwell. <laughs> so, this, so this is part of this is part Instagram. Of this. This is part of the story, too. He shows up with a, with a briefcase camera thing. I'm like, oh, holy, you, you, you take photos? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, you might get some of those. Well, why do you think it's here, dude? And, and Carter, there were a couple other things I needed to learn him on throughout the day. And by the end of the day, he got his last at bat, he got a hit and an RBI. Yep. And he made the catch in left field that made the last out of the game. And the smile on that dude's face yep. was, you know. And that's why he had hired a homies. And, yeah, dude, we, he sends me good music, too. He's a good dude. He is really good, dude. We have and we have we have those moments where you can you can tell some of these guys haven't played in a long time, and some of them stopped playing when they were you know in little league or whatever, and they get out and they get a hit again, and and uh, and to see the expression on their face and to know it's just it's priceless, and I'm so happy, so happy that um, that that this league creates those opportunities for the guy that maybe didn't make the team in high school or he didn't get to the all-star team or he didn't get, you know, 
to the advanced level that a lot of other people did, and they, they can still come out here and experience what baseball yeah. has to offer. Yeah. Well, listen, we want to be respectful of y'all's time. We can hear your team. Yeah, everybody's uh, lining up for our yeah. first batting practice of the, <laughs> of the spring here. So uh, thank you all so much for coming. This is fun. I uh, wish we had a lot more time, but uh, let's maybe do it again. Yeah, huge uh, on behalf of Squid, me, and the entire Moon Tower team, huge thank you to what you guys have created. Uh, certainly made our life better, no question. And please know whatever we can do to help out. We're here to help. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Thank Thanks, you very guys. much. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate Thank you. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Thanks. Hopefully that wasn't too painful. Good. How'd we do? That was great. Our theme song is by The Tender Things, written by number 33 of the Texas Playboys, Jesse Ebal.